It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. Uh, We are off to an absolutely atrocious start here today. And Rob, it might be because we're missing the glue that holds our team together. Ryan, he's unavailable today. But, mate, we had to make the tough choice, and uh, it's only people who are ranked uh, above every single other podcast member in the uh, Battle of the Podcasts that get to be on the podcast. And Ryan's found himself below a number of other podcasters, whereas, Rob, you and I, one and two. So uh, we're going to have to carry the show from now on. <laughs> yeah, he's having the um, Ryan Madison flu game, isn't he? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a shame Ryan's dropped down the ranks. But he is a self proclaimed head to head team, as am I, apparently. Um, <laughs> but it's you know it's good it's good that the other podcasters have caught up finally. You know, not to kind you, of. but like yeah, almost. It's good that um some processes is um doing well, like Jamie and and others have you know started started really poorly and have really turned it around. So good on yeah. you, lads. Yeah. So uh, mate. Obviously, uh, I, I podcasted solo from Townsville, and I'm still up here. I've changed locations, now sitting in my uh, wife's brother's office here, and Ooh. we're uh, yeah, we're we're ripping through uh, round eleven, Teamless Tuesday podcast, and the mate the buys are just around the corner. We got probably the most boring Teamless we've seen for the whole year. So we probably just rip through that, jump into some questions and see if we can't help the uh, listeners with some overall and head-to-head planning moving forward. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Great. All right. Well, the first game here is going to be the Storm up against the Broncos. Uh, main news here, they're sort of Stormer as per program, although they do have Tui Kamikamitha sitting down in the reserves. Have to imagine he's going to come in for Eisenhuth or, or Penne. Uh, obviously, they went down to the Rabbitohs. Um, what what was the go with that game? Did you get to see much of it? Obviously, I missed it. I It was it was a tough game to watch um, for the Storm and for Munster owners. Um, yep. But, yeah. No, sorry, not Munster. Murray owners. Munster mm. was fine. Munster and Grant were the only good um, fantasy players in that whole game. I, I, I yeah. don't know. It was just one of those ones where it just wasn't conducive to fantasy and especially someone like how Murray's been playing, which is the like pass the ball, ball before the line. Um, yep. Yeah. Being a ball player, which we've seen in the media this week, he's going to be playing a bit more of that with less minutes. Um, and I'm sure we'll get to a thousand Murray questions. Um, but yeah, yeah, I must say I, I turned it off before the end because I was so infuriated that I didn't trade Murray out. when I <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's funny because I was banging the drum for Murray in the preseason and I ended up not starting with him in either team. And that's just been an absolute godsend for me. So sorry yeah, to rub it in to everybody though, that I convinced to buy him and then didn't buy him myself. My bad. Those sliding um, doors because it looked so good at, you know, round one. Oh, the bench yeah. was just perfect for him. Um, yep. Looking at his scores last year, we did all the stats on it. Um, he's just changed his role slightly this year, I think. Yeah. Um, and the Rabbitohs are doing well with that him in that role, and that's just not yeah. good for fantasy. So, well, they've—I mean—they've got so many strike weapons. They don't need him to be breaking through the line and busting tackles. They need him to be facilitating other people doing that. So, obviously, mm. they've worked that out. It's working for him for NRL and not for fantasy, which is fine. Just means we move on 
Um, because I mean, the big thing is the Rabbitohs have an absolutely terrible buy schedule anyway for us. So good excuse and, to get rid of him. Yeah, and head to head bad as well. Like yeah, for the you know grand finals and, and and things. So you know we were looking at trading him to Heinz anyway. Um, but this might just accelerate. <laughs> that. Not that that would have been that much better this week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll get we're getting distracted here, Rob. Straight away, this happened last time Ryan wasn't on. We got to make sure to stay focused. <laughs> Uh, so for fantasy, the only real thing here is Grant has dropped to a really interesting price, um, yep. and particularly for head-to-head coaches, he's somebody that you need to focus in on because he does seem to be a little bit undervalued, although coming up against Brisbane, uh, I'm not sure I'd be rushing into that this week and then State of Origin. I think he can probably wait till like round 14 if you want, but he's uh, he's at a really nice price point uh, for, for that. That's probably the only person in this Storm team that I'm really interested in at this time. Yeah, Nelson... Did Nelson get hurt? I know you didn't watch the game. Um, I think I think he did. Um, yeah, I also got a message name. from somebody alerting me to the fact that he shifted out to the edge and got some attacking stats out there the week before, and then had a pretty poor score this week. So mm. um, he's going to stay on my like guys that I might be interested in, but I'm watching but not buying at the moment list. Yeah, yeah, you're round sixteen kind of guys, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Broncos, normal sort of stuff. We've had a couple of questions about Tom Flegler. I just want to attack this with you pretty early in the piece, if that's all right, Rob. Yeah, of course. So I had a bit of a look at the last couple of games where he's played bigger minutes. Obviously, the week just gone, they dispatched of a team that I can't remember who it was, the Manly Seagulls, pretty early. Pat Garrigan only played sort of 50 to 55 minutes, and that is not his normal role. Uh, And Payne Haas also lower minutes. Uh, so he played 50 minutes in that game. Um, the week before, no pain Haas. And then the week before that was Kobe Hetherington's first game back, only played 20 minutes, and he's since increased it up to about 30 minutes. So I'm of the opinion that I think his role in a normal Broncos game where they're not smashing somebody is going to be 35 to 40 to 45 minutes, not sort of 50 minutes. Um, also, I mean, there's every chance that he's somewhere around the Queensland squad, although I don't think he's going to be named. Um, and I just don't know if he's got the consistent PPM to support a purchase at that price. Um, and I'd be probably more interested in a guy like Lukey at the price, even though he scored poorly this week, but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts about Flegler. Yeah, I thought the same regarding, um, the blowout last week and also Haas. Um, it's interesting, his minutes. Eh? They've been kind of all over the place apart from those three that you've targeted. Um, there's been a 23-minute game, which he had a really low score in, um, four points. And then, yeah, a couple of kind of 30-minute, uh, a couple of 40 minutes. But, yeah, the points are just all over the place. Um, I think if you need a mid at that, a mid at that price – it's okay and it's um, defensible, but um, I think there are better options at other positions. Um, yeah, I think if it's if it's forty minutes, it's probably you know borderline value, isn't it? Like probably just doesn't have the PPM. He probably yeah. needs the fifty-five to sorry the forty-five to fifty. Um, I think we spoke about this in the preseason about yeah, buying guys in a position because they happen to be in that position and ignoring your basic fantasy principles as being a mistake that people can make. Mm, I think that's right. And I think that happened with hooker a lot this year with, 
yeah people trying to jump on like your Granvilles and uh, even like mm. Reese Robson who's been pretty disappointing just because he's a hooker and just because he plays 13 um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, f- averaging 55, like if you told me Reese Robson's going to average 55 and play every single game, I would have been happy with that in the preseason. Oh, yeah, for, um, sure, for sure. It hasn't shook out nicely, but, you know, as opposed to, you know, you guys, people that jumped. I mean, the three hookers in the preseason, Robson, Brandon Smith, Tanner Boyd, the ones that fit all the principles, have all done pretty well, and Harry yep. Grant as well. So. Yep. I mean, you know, it's just a lesson in trying not to get adventurous. There's guys looking at Josh Hodgson who's just taken an absolute no, <laughs> nose dive and a couple of other ones like that. And it's just, it, I think it's just a good lesson in, in sticking to the process and making sure you're following the principles of of what's a buy and what's not a buy. Um, to be honest, at that price, I'd be probably more interested in Matt Lodge. Yeah. Maybe, I think, but I'm not interested in either of them. There probably isn't someone, you know, and, and this is what we saw last week with our Luki or RFM debate is that yep. like we, we kind of said that both of them were traps in their own way, right? Like yes. there wasn't a slam dunk option in the 400s. Um, it was kind of go low or pick like a, a Cotter or a um, Jack DeBellin. Um, mm. Nelson Solomon wasn't great, but I think potentially – yeah, he was a he was a frisky, you know, head to head kind of pangai type option anyway. Um but we did say that and we were kind of a lot of that happened in the DMs as well trying to go yeah, wanting to get like a Heinz or a someone that was expensive, you had to facilitate that with a cheaper guy. Um yep. and looking at someone like Loki or IRFM and going, "Oh, there might be 50 points there." Um but <laughs> yeah. really I think it's um you shoot yeah. for the the answer there. is exactly what we said it was, was going for like a Horsburgh, Jack and double and not trading a guy like Sean Johnson or Nathan Cleary to rush in a guy like Nico Hines, which is exactly what we said. And, mm. Although and trading Murray would have been fun. So far. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you know. We can't get them all, Rob. Come on. Re- remember, this is it. Again. <laughs> if, 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 we, if we say it and it's right, then it's good. If it's, it is good. If we no, say we it did. and it's wrong, then, you know. It's, we it's did the well. listeners' we fault. Let's well. just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second game here is going to be the Bulldogs coming up against the Warriors. Bulldogs looking pretty normal here. Um, Pengai sort of fairly disappointing. I think he had sort of a HIA or something where he went out. I think it was a HIA. Uh, I did see that game. And Josh Adokar's also back. Uh, Alapu named on the bench, and the wisdom of naming a half that starts on the bench not being a good buy seems to be the right answer so far there um, after that 20-point score. But, I mean, mate, Pangai is dropping to an irresistibly delicious, dangerous price here. Yeah, he's so cheap now, isn't he? Yep. And the break-even's getting still high. And mm. My hope is to go straight swap Jacob Host to Davida Pangai. Yeah, you'll probably get there as well. <laughs> or Isaiah Katoa, one of those two, something like that. We're just making yeah. you so happy. I guess uh, break even's like 50 odd. It's not as high 52, as I thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, he could. Yeah, it's it's um, not within the realm that host could get up there, though, right? Like he's yeah, kind of making cash again. Um, he's going in the right direction, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's Pangai. It's, um, that's really it, isn't it? Preston kind of saved his score with two tries which was yeah. nice because i held him he had more fantasy points than run meters oh yeah he did 
He did. Wow, he had a real tour longing game, didn't he? Apart from yeah. the tries. Yeah. Good on you, mate. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. So no, it was not great there. So yeah, no, just wanted to keep an eye on there. Outside of that, there's not really anyone I'm specifically shopping for in this Bulldogs team. Oh, there's a couple of guys I'll have an eye on. If you still got Perham, he had a good score. Alamotti, not so good. Maybe Josh Adokar coming back is going to help. But yeah, no, I'm not really shopping for anyone in a blue jersey at the moment or this color blue, um, aside from Pengai, but not this week, probably. Um, for the Waz, uh, they lose Corsi. Uh, Rocco Berry is going to come in mm. to the centers for his first appearance of the year. Uh, Volkman is going to come in in the halves. I think this is a good move for the Waz. We're going to see Dylan Walker back into that middle rotation. Um, Tohu Harris played big minutes, but I think they lost a few players due to injury. Uh, and I think maybe the 80-minute Tohu that we saw was not necessarily part of the plan, but more happened because Corsi only played 30 minutes. And... Yeah, what tennis is neck had an HIA. Um, and then, yep. yeah, there was a number of, there was a um, Jackson Ford. Well, got Jackson Ford played 30 less minutes than normal. Yeah, And then, so... got, and then got hooked slash injured. Um, really not <laughs> yeah. sure what happened there. I didn't check there. Um, I think Jackson Ford now. had lingering concussion symptoms. Is yeah, the, right. The party line. Yeah. Uh, but so, Tohu Harris still seems like a screaming buy to me. I think he's still going to play well, big minutes. The question regardless. is how many minutes, because if he plays 65 minutes on average, I don't know if he's as, as screaming of a buy as if he's playing 80. Yeah. I don't want people to go into it because he's not his PPM is not that of the Corey Horsburghs and Jack DeBellins of the world. No, it's um, not. He, doesn't, he does need that, you know, Monster minutes. So, and just to give you an idea, when he plays between sixty and sixty-nine minutes at lock, he's got five games. Oh, that's a big average. That's sixty-one average. Okay, maybe I'm. I think he'll play more than seventy minutes on average this year. Okay, right. without injury. Well, that's he, kind of he, my okay. Thinking. Even but. if you look at his front row and lock starts since twenty twenty. Where he plays between sixty and seventy minutes, his average is fifty-five. Yeah. Which you know, at that price, that's great. It's just quite nice for thirteen, and also f- yeah. for someone that's kind of missed out on maybe Debellin or like a Madison, who are quite expensive mm. now. Um, yep, Cotter is still relatively cheap, but um, Tohu's even well, cheaper. It's, so it's Tohu, Cotter, and Horsburgh all in the same price bracket, yep. and I can I can afford to go straight from Ford to Torhu without making another trade this week. But that leaves me with Maddo, Debellin, Horsburgh, and Torhu Harris on the round 13, and I can only play three of those guys. Yeah. So I really, I really don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. I need a someone who's available in round 16. So, and yeah. I mean the round 12 number, because he's gonna not going to play 12, and he's going to play round 13 anyway. And the round 12 number is probably more valuable to me at this point. So, because I'm going to have no SJ next week. So, yeah. Something yeah, to keep an I, eye but on. I think, um, don't, yeah, it's... Don't, it's more the point of don't buy a round 13 guy just because he plays in round 13. Make sure you've got the right positions. Like, if you've already got three mids, you don't need to who. Because remember, the, the jewels also aren't going to be added until after round 13. So, even if you got Maddo, there's no chance he's going to pick up Edge until at least round 14 and maybe not even then. So you're going to need to make sure you've got the right numbers and the right guys in the right positions for overall. 
Yeah. I thought it was before 13, but that's good. No, until. it's after. Okay, Post no, round 13. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, that's probably it. I'm not actively looking to buy anyone in a Waz jersey that's not Torhu Harris, and I think Going Jackson Ford is a sell with two with this game and then the next game off and the higher break even and sort of, you know, don't know what's going to be happening. We, next time we see him in round 13. If you can afford to hold him, it's fine, but, you know, I think he's fine to sell as well. Uh, Panthers up against the Roosters, second game on the Friday night. Uh, Panthers looking pretty normal. I saw Peachy got a sub with seven minutes to go to bring Hosking back back on. So that inflated his minutes a little bit. Uh, I don't know if that was a HIA injury or a planned interchange, but um, I have some concerns long-term about Hosking, but obviously he's averaging 60s, break-evens 47. He just scored a 65 in 70-something minutes. So no rush to move him on, but um, he's fine. Outside of that, Nathan Cleary, fantastic score. This Roosters team is not a defensive powerhouse. He's a fine captaincy option this week if you don't have Nico. And I guess the big question is going to be, you know, who out of those two we captain, um, knowing that, you know, the, there was an obvious answer last week and it turns out it wasn't the obvious answer. So, you know, what do we know? Mm. I mean, I clapped him, Cleary, but I don't, I don't have Heinz. So. Yeah. But, but that's almost the, the not having Heinz takes a, takes a decision out of your hands sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, I've got both of them. I'm looking at them at the moment. I'm going, oh, I don't know. But, yeah. It's a good no, problem to have, mate. It is a good problem to have. <laughs> um, the only other guy that I'm really interested in in this team is James Fisher Harris. Uh, he only played 40 minutes, scored 43 on the weekend. But I see he got a sort of an early sub um, once the Warriors lost the guy to the Simbin. Um, and I wonder if maybe it was as simple as the Panthers knew they had it locked up and – and they were comfortable just, um, you know, giving him a, a, a sort of shorter minutes coming back from injury. Uh, so he obviously is not someone that you need to buy this week, but he is somebody that I'm actively looking at for the buy period, given, you know, Yo likely to have less minutes. And and obviously in that round 16, Fisher-Harris will be the, the clear leader of that forward pack. Um, is there anything else here for the Panthers or are you happy to move across? No, I don't think so. Great. All right. The Roosters. This is the most fantasy relevant bad team I think I've ever seen. <laughs> With James Tedesco, Billy Smith, Joseph Manu, Luke Keary, Brandon Smith, Angus Crichton, all options. And, you know, the te- they're just going really poorly. Teddy's been fine without being spectacular. Billy Smith, great scorer on the weekend. And, and he seems to be one of the better cheapies at the moment mind you 360k for a center isn't quite cheap as such uh, but the negative three break even um and the seemingly clear sort of role here with um Momorowski out for the foreseeable future and and suali <laughs> being talked about being released early <laughs> um i don't know if i think that's true but at some point the roosters are going to work out that suali is a winger and not a center and I wish at, just that time, at that time, they'll have two center spots available. So I, I quite like Billy Smith for anyone looking for a cheap option this week. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, seems to be the cheapy. The, if you didn't get on like a buller type, they're probably yep. still buyers. But um, yeah, looks good. Yep, Joey Manu great. was good. Um, Brandon Smith was, yeah. you know, fine for what we bought yeah. him for. Um, yeah, that's it. And uh, Angus Crichton back starting with the Egan Butcher HIA. Uh, Fletcher Baker comes onto the bench. Um, I'd love to see him work his way back into an 80-minute role because he is once again down at a really nice price. Uh, No rush to buy this week with a 65 break-even up against the Panthers coming off not playing 80 minutes on a one-week starting spot. Uh, I want to see him earn that spot and stay there and be about 600K, and I'll be balls deep, particularly he's not playing Origin. Yeah, he could be the edge uh, we were looking for, eh? The kind of keeper edge. Um, I know there's Fafita and, you know, Frizzell and things, but I've really been looking for that edge. Um, yeah. So it might be him. Yeah. Hopefully he gets a yeah. spot. There you go. Uh, that'd be a really nice number in round 16 as well, if he's not in the Origin team. Uh, Roos, sorry, the Rabbitohs up against the West Tigers. Rabbitohs looking pretty normal. Um, some news coming out through the week. Liam Knight is on the bench to relieve Cameron Murray from having to play big minutes in the ball-playing role. Uh, so Liam Knight's going to take minutes off him. And what did he say? Something to the effect of Cameron Murray's big minute lock games are over. Was that days the are done. quote? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, days are done. Love that for everybody that doesn't have, doesn't have Murray. He's Everyone that so does cheap. have him. Everyone that does have him needs to sell him straight away. He's going to play State of Origin. He's not playing big minutes. PPM's down. Um, yeah, sorry for anybody who stitched up on that. Uh, but outside of that, obviously, it means more minutes maybe for the edges uh, without that, you know, massive minute middle. I'm also not seeing enough, anywhere near enough from Tavita Totola to make me remotely interested in him. Mm, short of minutes. coming with a three. Yeah. In front of the price. Yeah, it's um it's pretty ordinary, isn't it? It's just not enough minutes, but like yeah. the PPM's fine, but he just doesn't have enough minutes. That's the uh, the four the four forward bench is no That'll good for anyone, it. particularly when you've got guys like Arrow, Tom Burgess, Harmay Sally, all of these guys are very competent. They don't need to run guys into the ground playing them for 15, 16 minutes a game or more in Murray's case. So they'll keep smashing teams and keep their players fresh and They'd have to be the premiership favourites at the moment in the form that they're in. So I'll, um, yeah, maybe we'll get a Jack White and early release Oof. at some point. That'd be um, nice. Yeah. We already play, though. Oh, uh, probably left edge back row. He'd probably take Jacob Host's spot. <laughs> but um, It's crazy um, no one got he's a big in this boy, game, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Not for the Rabbitohs. Yeah. Yeah, no, crazy stuff. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not actively looking to buy anyone in a Rabbitohs jersey either. Uh, no. For the Tigers, Dream Buller keeps going well. Uh, Tommy Talau keeps not going well. Uh, Clemmer, good score, but I think part of that was to do with the fact that there was no Bateman. Um, the most interesting player not named Dream Buller in this Tigers team for me is one Isaiah Papali'i, who finds himself 744K with a 71 break even, dropping a massive amount of cash this year, uh, averaging 55 though still. Um, and he's won past once the round 13 buy is done, he's going to play round 16 and round 19, which makes him really, really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, him and Bateman, I think, um, both potentially options, aren't they? Mm. 
Yeah, Glimmer, I think Papa even. just has the big ceiling pedigree mm. and Bateman. We sort of haven't really seen a lot from him this year, but, you know, they're, they're interesting options. I think I'd be more interested in Papa Lee in terms of searching for a player with a ceiling. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, he's, uh, that's probably it for the Tigers. Um, Alex Twell's been putting together some pretty good scores, but, you know, I don't really want to pay 618k for a bench forward that plays for the Tigers, although... 55 minutes, two weeks in a row for an average of 56 or something. Um, you know, one more performance like that and he is going to, you know, re- warrant a look. Uh, but also then if he does that, he's going to go up by 25K and probably push him <laughs> push him out of the prize. So. <laughs> I think that'll be okay. Yeah, no one's ever missed Alex Twala and regretted it, I don't think. Maybe he'll score that try one day. Oh, man. If he ever gets a try, he's going to go nuclear. <laughs> uh, for the next game here, the Cows up against the Draggies. Scott Drinkwater, also a pretty good score, um, 44 in a, uh, you know, obviously the Mud Bowl. Kyle Felt with another good score. Cohen Hess ripped out a big one, but don't get sucked in there. But Robson and Cotter both uh, doing fantasy-relevant things as the fantasy-relevant options. Um, so any one of those three Cowboys that you got is great. Um, you can buy any of them. And don't buy anyone that's not any one of those three players, maybe. Um, yeah. Granville looked like he was not going to score a lot and then went over a point a minute somehow. He's a jet, mate. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't bring myself to buy him, and I'd stand by it. Yeah, that's probably the better option. <laughs> For the Dragons, Tyrell Sloan uh, plays... He's playing in a dinner suit at the moment. You can move him on. Uh, ben Hunt is a watch, but not a buy. Jack DeBellin, absolutely fantastic score. Uh, considering that we moved to prop, but he played the big minutes instead of Jack Bird. I'm not worried about Jack Bird, even with all these uh, rumors about him wanting to get out. Um, him and Sue apparently both com- complaining about wanting to leave the club or whatever. I don't care. Um, I probably wouldn't be buying Jack DeBellin at the moment with Horsburgh and Torhu much cheaper. Um, but for anyone that jumped on, he seems like a great, great, you know, guy to have in your team. Yeah. Would you buy Jack DeBellin over like Madison though? Um, I probably would go, I'd probably just go down to the other, I'd go down to the Horsburgh Torhu bracket. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah I think. Would you buy Jack Bird? Uh, right now, I'd probably be more interested in Manu and Lemuelo. Lem's on buy, oh. though. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, do you absolutely need a center this week, or can you buy Billy Smith or wait a week and get balanced to Fare? Who are you selling? Yeah. You know, he's kind he's of okay. His price seems to be about 700 isn't it? I think that'll yeah. be around about his max price. Um, yeah, I don't think he's urgent. He's one of those guys, you can buy him if you want. I don't think he's critical, but he's good option. Yes. If that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's probably it. I had a couple of questions on Jaden Sua, three 50-plus scores in a row without a try. Not really sure how that happened. Uh, he's actually got four out of his last five 50-plus scores, and the one that he didn't, he was on 21 in 24 minutes before he got injured. So, I mean, is he a... <sighs> I don't know how to deal with that question. Um, never <laughs> Do se- I? We've never seen anything from him that indicates that he's not just a bog standard average to 
below average back rower playing in a bad team. Like I've never seen anything to the contrary of that. It's offloads, um, isn't it? I think. Or just and looking at his, bust. yeah, it seem, yeah, it seems like his base stats have gone up by three, and his attacking stats have gone up by four on the mm. previous year. Um, quite a few errors and missed tackles in there, but um, yeah, the 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 negative is up. Mm, well, I suppose that you expect that in a bad team. Look, yeah, the, I've the got him in my draft quite... team, mm. and it's I've been it's happy. A good option. Got, yeah, yeah, I've got him and. Um, for feeder as my two edge back rowers. So I've been really happy with that because I got sewer pretty late. But that's a fill up. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's been good. I don't know if I want to pay six hundred grand for Jaden Sewer though. Here's the thing. Um, if you need an edge for thirteen and you don't have Frizzell or can't afford Frizzell, what's your what's your option? What what are your options? Well if I need th- if I need somebody in thirteen. Mm. Oh, Sean Lane's at 640k. I've just seen some more from him, I guess. Mm. Um, well, the actual answer, if I needed an edge in that price bracket, is I'd probably just buy Pangai for it 70k probably is less. Pangai, isn't it? Yeah. But he's not 13, is he? But that's okay. No, no. But he's he's also 80k cheaper than Sua and has a bigger, way bigger ceiling in terms of average, we think. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> we hey, don't know. We, don't know. we also said that Joseph Tarpany was crap last year and, and you know, we got that wrong. So We also um, said he was good was, this year. And, until yeah. it was way too late. So <laughs> yeah. if you believe in him, jump on. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting to point out. Um, yeah. Uh, sure. The Raiders come up against the Eels. Raiders looking pretty normal. Xavier Savage dropped, as Ricky said he was going to be. Anyone that, quote, unquote, jumped on early to get ahead, um, you know, that's what you get for not listening. To the information that's around, um, I like this bench for Tarpany and Horsburgh. Uh, I think that at some point when we get over the PTSD, Tarpany might end up being an interesting buy, but I'm sure as shit not going to do it. Um, <laughs> although the idea of going Jackson forward to Tarpany is <laughs> is tempting, <laughs> but, I, but I won't do it because I need somebody for 16 and stop trying to talk me out of it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah now Horsburgh, I think at, at cheaper in the same team is a better option in the short yep. term until their prices swap places. Mm-hmm. And then we can have a, a Tarpany conversation. Uh, Hudson Young also doing really well if you're looking for an edge for round 13. Oh, yeah. He's uh, the not, option, isn't he? At 13. Yeah. Or Hamuale. Or Hamuale, sorry. Yeah, is he not going to be playing Origin? Oh, One of those two might be. might be there. Yeah, they might two. be. Yeah, it's hard. There's a lot of guys. There's so many guys in this Blues potential team because they're so crap that they've got, you know, a bunch of not really as good players to choose from. As well, is Liam Martin so. back, theoretically? He's in the, in the extended, extended team. Yeah, so I hope not, but maybe. Mm, Although he I, would, mean for, I mean, for Origin, he would, right? Like, he'd be the he incumbent. Would, yeah, yeah if, he, if he is fit, he'll play, 100%. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the Eels name Madison on the bench again. Uh, he obviously had a big PPM game, which he does sometimes, particularly off the bench in the middle. Uh, 67 points in 52 minutes. Got the tackle busts going, got the offloads going. 250 metres in 52 minutes is awesome. Um, if he can keep going with that, there's going to be no reason to trade him. But he is one to keep an eye on because if those minutes start to head towards the 40-something to 50, uh, it's going to be a concern. So just keep an eye on that. I'm not saying trade him. I'm just saying 
keep an eye on it. He kind of did this last year though, didn't he? Where he was yes. just off the bench and just was oh. phenomenal. Um, yeah, he was playing like 50, 52, 55 minutes off the bench for 60 points, which is fine. Yeah. You keep that, you take that. Every I day. wouldn't be concerned at all, really, with him. Yeah. I, I think he's still a buy, but he's just very expensive. Yeah. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't when there's Tohu, Debellin, and Horsburgh running around, though, surely. No, no, probably not. But just the yeah. PPM, right? It's just yeah. so good. Yeah. But it won't be like this every week. No, but you know he did average sixty in fifty three minutes or something last year as well. So he did. It's possible. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, when he plays in this interchange, you know, shorter minutes, you know, come on and smash it up and go off the field type role. Uh, Sean Lane's kind of been disappointing so far this year. We're waiting to see something out of him before we can recommend him as a buy. Uh, Andrew Davey got a try um, and you know scored pretty well, but I'm not. I'm very hesitant to recommend him. Dylan Brown's the one that, you know, if you're looking for halves cover um, and you don't have uh, Sean Johnson, he's a much cheaper alternate, although he's actually not that much cheaper now. He's only what, 85K cheaper now. Mm. So, yeah, with no Moses here, he should get a good score this week. Yeah, what are you doing with Moses if you had him? I'm probably holding. Yeah, place 13. Yeah, oh, he's only going to miss this week. Hope that it's just yeah. one week. Yeah. Yeah. Although he does miss this week and then miss 14 as well. So if you're looking mm. for a justification to move him on, particularly to a guy that's already had a buy and doesn't have another one for a little bit, you know, that's, you know, that's, there's, there's enough there to, to do that if you want. But, you know, I probably wouldn't. Moving to the Knights and the Titans, Knights off the buy, uh, looking pretty normal. Um, you know, we'll welcome Brazel Miller back to our 17s this week. Adam Elliott's named on the bench. Uh, Phoenix Crossland looks good with Kurt Mann out for four weeks or something like that. Or I think Tyson Gamble will play some hooker um, or Adam Elliott, one or the other, but one of those two will play some minutes there. Um, for fantasy, I don't know if I'm actively buying anyone that I don't already own. Yeah, I think that's right. Yep. They're too expensive now. Yeah. Yeah. Frizzell's okay, but I think he can do better now. Uh, and then the Titans, entire backline outside Kieran Foran scoring really well and Kieran Foran getting two tries and still not scoring. I mean, he scored well for him. <laughs> um, but I mean, the forwards doing pretty well, uh, for feeder Tino and, uh, Mo, big Mo doing, doing good things. Uh, Mo's still an option for head to head players. I think, uh, feeder is very expensive at almost 900 K now, but I mean, he's just going from strength to strength and doesn't really look like slowing down. Yeah. He's very good. He's very, very yeah. good. And Tanner Boyd as well has been just. A lot better than we thought. Yeah. Oh well. Ever since we all sold him when he's got hooked, then he's just been he's just been great. So eight twenty nine kick meters. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He's almost one that you'd almost jump back on if you didn't need a round thirteen, but you needed somebody that what didn't play those weeks. But you know, they like have a head pretty head. bad. Yeah, pretty bad buy coverage. I think they only play one of the minor, one of the major buy rounds. Yeah, round nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, which is Yeah, but they play for head to head players, they only miss thirteen and sixteen from now on. So he's gonna be available every single game for head to head players. Mm. So That's just depends true. where yeah. you're going there. Yeah. Uh and then last game mainly up against the Sharkies. Uh you know, it mainly it really is just Cherry Evans and only if you already have him, um, you're not buying him 
and that's probably it. Um, Would you buy him he, Ole if you didn't think he was going to play Origin? No, I don't think so. I think he's, he's having like a little bit of purple. He? Yeah, he's having a little bit of a purple, purple patch. I think I'd prefer Hudson Young if I was taking a, a dice roll on somebody. Um, and he's slightly less well. likely to play Origin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, or even just down to a Bateman or something like that at that time. Or yeah, there's plenty of other guys there. Um, and then the Sharkies is just Nico Hines, who had a down week, but that's going to happen occasionally. It was his worst score of last year and this year combined. Um, don't expect that to continue, although he's probably due some negative regression with an 80 average. Um, and um, Manly's not a defensive powerhouse. So um, not like the Dolphins, I'd, mate. <laughs> I'd have no hesitation putting the C on him whatsoever. Um, outside of him, it's really just McInnes had a big score, but you know he does that occasionally, and he's playing off the bench as a forward, so no, no bueno. Any more comments here? We we'll move forward. We move into the questions. No, I don't think so. No, Telekai's no. been good for that one person that Ryan convinced in the DMs. Well, that convinced Ryan in the DMs. No, some someone Ryan convinced someone else in the DMs to get him at center, and he's been good since then. Yeah, I, I think the guy asked Ryan the question, and he sort of said, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I don't want to take any credit away from our loyal listener who snagged him out of the air. The other center, actually, Jesse Ramian was the other guy. Remember I said to you there was somebody else aside from Ruben Garrick that we spoke about as being oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. an interesting value? It was Jesse Ramian. Um, Garrick is very cheap, by the way. Um, yes. But him and Jesse Ramian, just you know, watch the dip on those guys. Um, they're both sub 500k and both should average enough to make them plus 600k. So just uh, watch that and see if there's a time if you need a center or a wing fullback to buy those guys. All right. Do you want to do the Instagram questions? Yep. Coming right up. Rock and roll. Um, from Kieran, what flavor was the cake, Mark? We actually did not do cake. Ooh, controversial. So, like we had it. a very unconventional wedding, but we had shot glasses made up with uh, take the shot, take a shot. We tied the knot written on it, and oh, nice uh, we we did cake shots instead. Yeah, that's really good. So I made um, some uh, dirty cowboys and some uh, drunken monkey shots, as well as a non-alcoholic one for those that uh, don't drink. And we uh, we toasted and had that in lieu of cake instead. Very good, very good. Um, muzzle off. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on Ford to Harris or horse? Yep. Love it. Who do you, what's your preference? Uh, probably horse bro, but yeah, it's too. close. It's close. Yeah. Very close. If, if you need a deciding factor, there's a 0% chance that Tor who's going to play origin because he's a Kiwi. Yeah, man. Horse is not doing his origin, um, any harm is he? His, um, yeah. Well, you know, if they're picking guys on form, he's, he'll, he'd have to be there over Ruben at the moment. Yeah, I mean, Carter was good, but ugh, it's just... Yeah, one week versus, uh, like, the entire season almost. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, from Sam, looking to trade out Murray, deciding between Hopgood and Madison, uh, as he already has JDB and Horse. Well I, well, I guess the question comes back to, is is there an issue with Tohu? But assuming that there was, I think I'd probably go for Hopgood. I think the jewel is quite helpful. Yeah, the jewel and the starting, and although starting. it theoretically mean anything, but, you know, psychologically it probably does. Yeah, the PPM's probably not as good as Madison's, but he's cheaper. Um, 
Yeah, I like Hopgood too. Yeah, I'd probably go to Torhu though is my short answer to my question. Yeah. Um, pains me to ask, this is from Josho, Cam Murray and Jackson Ford to Ola Kuatu and Billy Smith. I like the Billy Smith buy. I don't really like the Ola Kuatu buy, and I'd prefer to see you go to Hudson Young or something like that. But I, I'm fine with you buying Ola Kuatu if you're passionate about it. Yeah, me too. Uh, oh, Joshua's got two questions. Um, hey, boys, hope you had a cracking wedding. I did. Um, magic round was epic. Can't wait to go to the next year. Oh, that was that was all. That was all. Just oh, good. good wedding, mate. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, I um, can't wait to go to magic round next year, next year too because I won't be getting married. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've got a magic round instead. Um, Ford and Hammer. This is a this is a good one actually because it uh, we can point to a, an article that you posted. Ford and Hammer to SJ and Tafare, or Ford and Thompson to JDB and Tafare. Now, Mark, why shouldn't you get Tafare this week? Yeah, so it's it, there's been times in the past, and I remember because it happened to me. So learn the lessons from the people that have already had to learn the lesson. One of the main rules in fantasy is when a player's on a buy, don't trade them in. So in let's say a player who's on a buy because they're playing State of Origin for argument's sake, and they play State of Origin, they get injured in State of Origin, and they're out for six weeks. So you've spent a trade to get them in, and then you spend another one to get them out. Same thing with guys just on a buy because players get injured at training. Remember Connor Watson fractured his kneecap at training or whatever he did, patella tendon rupture or whatever he did at training. You know, guys get injured at training all the time. Once a week, a player gets injured at training, I reckon. Valens Tafare could be that man. Also, their starting centers all year when they've been winning and have been in the top eight are Brenko, Lee, and you and Aitken. Yes, he had an awesome game. Also, Wayne Bennett doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. He will drop Valance back to reserve grade so he doesn't get a big ego faster than you can say, Wayne Bennett hates my fantasy team. Do not trade Valance Tafari in this week under any circumstances. I don't care what player he allows you to buy. If you've got to trade in Billy Smith instead of him and get Horsburgh instead of Madison or something like that, do that because there's no way you should be trading in a guy on a buy. There's two whole weeks between now and when he's going to play. There are so many opportunities for him to get busted snorting cocaine in the toilet or, you know, any, like a million other things. Just don't do it to yourself. Yep. I a hundred percent agree. Um, and also even like if you've got someone that's got a relatively high break, even, um, but it's playing, it's almost worth keeping them and then just trading and getting Tafari next week because Tafari is going to make so much money next week. If even if he if he does start, yeah, um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with waiting a week and getting Tafari and losing like you know 20k on someone. Um, yeah, because otherwise it's going to cost you two trades, um, and yeah. those are much more important than that 20k. Yeah. The the thing is, everybody knew last week that Nico Hines was the the number one captaincy option. We all knew that last week, except we didn't. And we were wrong. And Nathan Cleary outscored him by 55 points this week. You know, whatever you think is urgent and must be done this week does not have to be done this week. Yep. 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 Um, so in answer to your question, Cohen, <laughs> sorry for the learning experience. Um, Ford and Hammer. Um, oh, would you buy SJ? Probably not. No. Because I'd go see in that great. situation. 
I'd go to Billy Smith and Dylan Brown or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, James Shepard. Hey, guys, I have 17 green dots, including Buller and Granville. Ford looks like a sell. I have 314 in the bank. I need an edge because my only cover is Bird Limuelu via Manu. Who would you recommend? Any one of the players we discussed earlier. Um, I'm looking at Hopgood, but nervous about minutes. Do you, do you need do you need a round thirteen player? That's the question. Possibly. If you don't, if you don't need one, my favorite buy at the moment, price versus future production, is probably Isaiah Papali'i, but he's not urgent mm-hmm. and doesn't play in thirteen. Or Pangai, you know. Oh man, no, I don't. But that's almost a straight. Is that a straight swap or close? It'll be close. Is it cheaper? Is he cheaper? He'd be cheaper than Ford, right? Yeah, man. No, you don't. Don't. I wouldn't do that. Um, I'd probably just go to like Hudson Young or something like that if you need a round thirteen player, one of those guys that we've already discussed. If you don't, I really, really, really like Isaiah Papali as a high upside pod, but you yeah. don't need him this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, from Belent, he asked if he can ask a question. Uh, no, not till the end. Th- nah, just kidding. <laughs> I already did that to him last time. <laughs> So bad up. Um, what do you think about Billy Smith's job security? Yeah, Question love one. it. Yeah. yeah. We talked about it uh, earlier in the pod, Brother yep. B. Um, yep. Yeah, Justice Siley, he is in the center. Um, and who else yeah. is knocking down the door? It's just Momorowski, right? Yeah, Momorowski's gone for 12 weeks or something. Exactly. So it'd have to be, they'd have to choose to drop Billy Smith, or who wasn't fit. And the only reason that he wasn't fit, like he was injured. Like he wasn't like in playing reserve grade. Like he had a a game or two in reserve grade to get his match fitness up. And then he's been straight in and looked great. He was the only good player in my opinion for the Roosters or one of the only good players on the weekend. Um, Yeah. I think his job security is tied to like a fairly strong thing. You know, there's, there's have to be a lot of ego from Trent Robinson to work out to like, not just accept that Suwali's a winger and, or, you know, go back, you know, go, or go back on his thing and bring Sam Walker in, like, back into the team. Like, those two things seem to be in conflict in terms of the the way Zigo seems to operate. Um, also, just for the record, Drew Hutchinson is not Mitchell Orbison, and I will not accept that he's even remotely close to that. No, so don't go on about... I won't hear yeah, it. Yeah, don't go on about Drew Hutchinson being just like Orbison because he's not, mate. You've you can't just be a, a, a white guy... Playing for the Roosters, <laughs> yeah, that's like get compared below to average in every position. <laughs> but but because you can play multiple positions, you stay in the team. That's that's not it, mate. The amount of times Mitch Robinson saved my fantasy team, mate. Eh? It's just oh no, unheralded. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then his second question: um, Is Sean Lane worth a buy? Um, because he has a very nice buy round schedule. Um, I just want to see something more from him, eh? It depends who you're trading him to. Like, it's certainly not urgent. 57 break-even is not somebody you'd need to rush out and purchase this week. Um, And, I mean, you know, it's not round 13 yet. So I think we've got some time for him to show us something Um, because even if he gets a 65, he's only going to go up 10K. So, But that'll give you everything you need. So yeah. I, he, I think the answer is he could be, but it's not urgent and I'd prefer that you wait. Agree. Although um, I think your your overall team is just in front of mine, so I don't mind if you do it this week. Do you know Billen actually has two teams above you? 
he's got his head to, his overall team is coming worse than his. I don't think that's his. true. No, it is. His his head to head team is coming like seventeenth. Yeah, I can see the seventeenth one. Oh, is that the one that's in front of me? One of them's like a Nelson's something. Empty oil bottles. Yeah, I can see that at seventeen. Oh, okay. But the other one's other one below is. me. Okay. The other cool. One's below cool. 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 It's still like top fifty though. Yeah. Also, Crazy. shout out to uh, Lucy, who I I finally jumped in front of this week. Oh, there he is at thirty eight. There's the other one at thirty eight. Yeah. Oh, and and shout out to uh, James, good friend of the show, James, who uh, messaged me today to tell me he's coming for me mm-hmm. uh, in thirty five. It's close. That's close. Um, yeah. <laughs> question from Dan pods already running. Correct. Um, but any interest in Jaden sewer with a three average of 54.5, 54.3, but would you go forward straight to him? Eh, if you need around 13 number, I don't know. I'm not actually convinced that Ford's that much worse than him, although he does miss the next two games. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yep. Yeah, I think me too. Um, question from Mark. Super stuck this week. Can do Sloan to 250k or under. Yikes. Who's in that range? We'll think about that. Uh, and Ford to JDB. Or Sloan to 315k or under. And Ford to Harris. Yeah. Um, um, I don't think there's anyone down in that price bracket to justify that. Well, I mean, the answer is... is, is <laughs> <laughs> it's Beth Pangai, right? It's it's Valence Tafare. Oh no. <laughs> um, it is Valtafare. Because he's two fifty, I'm pretty sure. Uh or Oluapu is two two fifty. You just can't get Oluapu with Val next week, no. right? No, you can't. Val's the um, Val's the golden goose we were looking for. Yeah, no, oh, no, Val's up at two seventy seven. Um, I don't know who the cheapest player is. Can you go to like Billy Smith and Pangai? I guess is my. That's like, probably it, isn't it? Yeah. Or like. Oh James no! Hang on, Tohu. Tohu was pretty close. What's he six fifty? So he can do like six hundred k sort of guy. Um, even rip off a rip off, rip off a third trade in there. Someone somewhere to fund mm. something like that. I, I think would said- be the go. He's also said, would you trade Payne House to Madison? No. Or someone with no origin and better buy coverage? Not Madison, but would you trade House? I wouldn't. Um, oh, oh, well, I traded Haas to Hines last No, I know week. you did, and it had a very specific purpose, which was that Haas wasn't playing and Hines mm. was a good captain that week. Um, but I don't think I'd be trading Haas now. Mm. But what would you do with him over origin? That's, that's the question. Well, I part of the reason of the justification of why I decided to sell Payne Haas is I was expecting some negative regression, which he started to show last week. So I would consider Payne Haas to somebody like Corey Horsburgh if it meant putting 200K in the bank to facilitate something in the future. 220K. Yeah. Or to, like Toru Harris even... Um, you know, you put that 230K in the bank, even if it costs you three or four points a game on average, but you get three more weeks out of them. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I at the minutes that Payne Haas is playing, I'd be expecting him to average 55 and he's averaging 65. So I just wonder if maybe that we're going to see that average 
come down a little bit as they play some closer games where, you know, he can't just rampage over teams. Um, but I don't think I would do it for Madison, but I think I would do it all the way down to a Horsburgh or Torhu to gain way more cash to facilitate a big upgrade somewhere else. But I wouldn't do it to someone that's close. Like I wouldn't trade Haas to Cherry Evans or Harry Grant, but I would trade him to somebody that's way cheaper. Yeah. Yep. Um, question from Rory. Who's a better option, Hopgood or Tohu? Yeah, I think we sort of already Tohu. touched on that. Yeah, if if the jewel is valuable to you, Hopgood's fine, but I think Tohu's better. Um, yeah, that one looks good. Um, I have Lane and Luke. Lucky. No, I guess it's Sunny Luke. Um, 300K in the bank. Need a hooker for JMK by Luke to Smith. I guess that's cheese. And is Lane yep. a sell? I don't think Lane's a sell. I'd hold. No, I, I think if you can um, just go Luke to cheese, I would pull the trigger that. on that. And that's, and that's good. Yep. Um, Will Turner, guys, who should I trade in for Ford? Got 802K to spend. Thinking of going Tohu, but buy next yep. week. Um, yeah. And in between these three players, who should I buy? Sorry, who should I play and who should I loop? Crossland, Buller, Lukey. I would play... Uh, and then he said against the Rabbitohs. Yeah, he said the last time a fullback played against the Rabbits scored above 35 was in round five. Yeah, I would probably look to loop... Buller and who was the first one? Crossland. It's not great. Crossland. Yeah, I would probably, I'd actually probably play Crossland and Luke Buller and Lukey, I think. Um, nice. But, but yeah, obviously we've discussed which players you can buy for forward. There's been, you know, about 10 different names. Just pick your favorite. Yep, yep. Um, well, this is a good one for you. How many centers is too many? Can we live dangerously and play bird at edge? Manu at wing fullback and run Holmes and Billy Myth. Don't call him Billy Myth in centre with Talao as coverage. Um, I would suggest that if you are playing Holmes and Billy Smith in your centres, that is too many bad not-gun centres. Yeah, it seems like we've got a good option of Bird and Manu and Manuelu. And yeah, like... I, th- I, th- I think Billy Smith needs to be in your emergencies if he's not covering a bye. If he's in your starting team, your composition's wrong. Yeah. When you're full strength. Let's say every everyone on your team's playing. He's, uh, yeah, that's that's it. Um, Nathan, got to get rid of Ford and Sloan on the 10K in the bank. Not sure who to get. Was thinking of selling Haas and bringing in good bye cover guns. <laughs> Do you want to hear his guns? Can get Fitzgibbon, Sewer, and Brooks. Oh my gosh, that is not that is not good by cover guns. All right, also, so hang on, hold on, hold on, li- hold on, yep. hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> oh, already has the likes of Cotter, Horse, and Matto. Okay, um, that's all right. So he needs an edge. So yep. don't get Fitzgibbon. Uh, I actually don't. I don't know if that's as bad of an idea. So uh, hang on, how much money do you say in the bank? Ford and Sloan plus 10. So okay. Ford's like 530. Yeah. Sloan is what? 400 and 
414. Oh no, that's too many numbers. Plus four one four plus ten. I'm doing I'm doing the math here too. Nine sixty one. How much is Billy Smith? Three sixty uh, three. two. Three sixty one. Three sixty one. So that would leave you exactly six hundred k to spend on a second player. Ah, uh, so as the as that range, isn't it? Um, the pango. Yeah. So is six oh six. Yeah, I think the best player in that range is Brandon Smith. If you don't have him, yep. I thought. Oh no, he um, needs an edge. He needs an edge. Does he? Allegedly. Does he? Does he though? Just move. Bird. Andrew. Yeah, Pangai, Davy. It's Pangai, I think. Yeah. Um. Davy. Yeah, it maybe. Could be. All right. Um. Is it worth getting Bird and playing Manu and Wing fullback? Probably not. Um, well, if you got Lemuelu and Bird and then you're playing Manu at Wing fullback, that's fine. Because yeah. then you just have Jareem Buller on your bench and then if anything happens, you just slot Buller in and you can, you know, move Manu into your centres. So, like, you've got two sets of positional cover like that. Uh, because at the moment... There's no wing fullback that's absolutely banging down the door, and there's a couple of gun centers. So, like, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. But... You can also just get Billy Smith instead of Bird if you're buying a center this week. Yeah. I'd probably get want... him over Bird. Yep. Yeah. Um, kia ora team. Thinking of jumping off forward, need an edge to partner. Hosking can go forward to Bird. Straight swap. Did you do that? Um, I think you could do it short term with a plan to move him later. But I think at that point, if you've got enough money for Bird, that means you can afford John Bateman, Hudson Young, yeah, Sean Lane. You know, well, Angus Bird's almost seven hundred, right? Yeah, he's, he's yeah he's more expensive than most of those guys. Jackson Ford, even uh, not Jackson Ford, um, <laughs> Jaden Sewer. No, I, I'm not. Re- I'm not going to recommend him, but. Like or anyone in that price range, um, that's an an actual edge. The thing with Bird is like he only played fifty minutes on the weekend and got a bit lucky with his PPM. Um, on another game he might play fifty five minutes and score thirty seven. So you know, with with Jack DeBellin sort of pumping his minutes up and the unusual Dragons rotations, uh, I don't think he's somebody. I'm fine with him in the centers. I don't think I'd be wanting to play him in my edge. Yes. Um, would you do Haas to DeBellin? I don't think so. Yeah, he's probably slightly too sideways, isn't he? You want to yeah, go? I'm also a little bit concerned that DeBellin's playing a little bit too good and might get a call up for a Sky Blue jersey. Mm. Yeah, it would be. Has he played Origin before? Uh, I think he was in the squad. Mm. Yeah. They're just missing um, props. They're missing middle forwards big time. Yeah, they are. Um, oh, I think we've answered most of these questions. Would you sell Sonny Luke? Yes, I think so. Um, you can wait a week and then just sell him to Val if you don't. Yeah, have I think that's the option, it. isn't it? If you've got someone yeah. that's underperforming um, and is cheap. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. 
Uh, cash cows for round 13. Valtafare. Looks like we're going to get Metcalf round 13 as well, which will be interesting. Um, I can't think of any yep. others off the top of my head. Um, round 13 halves. He's got I, Katoa. It's the Eels. It's SJ. Oh, yeah. you wouldn't buy SJ though. Um, yeah, Dill Brown. Might be Metcalf, maybe. Yeah, no, I don't. I really, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, buying him like off the bat in thirteen, if he plays, even if he plays, I think he'll probably play. Um, yeah, reserve grade for a little while, so we'll see. Do you think Walsh makes Origin? No. You think it's going to be Ponga? Yep. Okay. Uh, thinking of flicking him or Teddy, as they'll both be off to Origin. Um, or if you don't think Walsh is going to be playing Origin, then just keep it. Yep. Wait and see what happens there. Yeah, I think so. Walsh is scoring well. Teddy's scoring fine. He's not losing money now. He's just plateaued. So no, no, no rush to make any of those moves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, would you trade Mitch Moses to Dylan Brown? Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think I would. Um, uh, we've had that. I think we're good. I think we're done. Cool. All right. Twitter. Uh, Rob, would you trade Murray to Corey Horsburgh or Ruben Cotter? Um, he adds, what? hang on, he uh, adds, he already has Tarpany and Hudson Young and is a Milk fan. Oh, that's too many Raiders, I think. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah, thanks for that. Um, I'll get Cotter, get Cotter. Yeah, yeah. Diversify, you son. Uh, Luke Brooks is here, bye. Uh, he's a, he's worth a look. I, I just don't, I don't think I could do it to myself. Um not against the not against Souths. Not against South. Yeah. Just you know what Brooks is, I think. Like if you want to get him, that's fine. Um Yeah, he hasn't know. he hasn't scored over fifty since round two. Yeah. He's he's a kind of forty nine max guy, I think. <laughs> it's like his yeah. his ceiling. Yep. Um Mark's hot tip of the week. I'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh is it time to sell Haas? We already discussed. Cher boys wondering about Jojo for feeder. Averaging Ugh. 42 in games at center with no attacking stats. What's he cost? 400 and something, mid 400s. Yeah, 483 is a lot. Yeah, 47, 40, and 54 in the last three weeks, no tries. It's pretty good. Tigers, Dragons coming up. Oh, no, that's a lie. Uh, Knights and Bulldogs coming up. I think for head to head, it's. Okay. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Because he'll get Joel. Yeah. I like 15. it. Is he um, better than Billy Smith for 120k less? Maybe. Got to be. No, he's tighter. 120k more. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. Yes, Billy sorry, Smith yeah, is yeah, 120k yeah. less. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd rather have Billy Smith, I think. But yeah, head to head, I think it's fine. Or like a uh, kind of guy, if you're looking at like a Garrick or who's the other guy you said? Yeah. Ramian. 
Yeah, they're kind of all in. I'm not. I personally, I'm not shopping at anyone not named Scott Drinkwater in that price point. But no, um, I understand why people are. Uh, yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, what about uh, Jackson Ford to Hopgood, Smith Shields to Tommy Talau? Um, oh, Talau is so average. Can you do better than Hopgood? Probably. What's Hopgood cost? Seven seventeen. So the question becomes like, where? What player can you go down to that gets you somebody better than Talau? Yeah, it's like who? What's the next cheapest? It's like Billy Smith's well, three sixty. See, this is a perfect scenario here. We just wait for one more week on Smith Shields and then trade him to Valtafare. Yeah, what's the what's the harm in waiting on Smith Shields? He's not even playing. Yeah, so in that case, uh, Smith Shields is uh, two seven three. So if you just go to like Otohu Harris. Uh, instead yep. of Horse Hot Brea. Good, you can trade Smith Shields to Valtafari. I think. Yes. Something like that. Perfect. Much better. Uh, needs a wing fullback. Only wants to use Mac one trade. So the max price is 561K. Doesn't seem to be any safe cashies. So who do we think can be a keeper or possibly make 150K? Example Scott Drinkwater, Jojo Fafita, Garrick, David Norfoluma. Okay, surely. Because yeah. I think if Drinkwater isn't a keeper, he'll still make enough cash for you to shift onto a keeper after the, you know, after their good run before his buy. Yep. Yeah, I like Drinkwater. First four, first four buy rounds, and then move him on. Yep. Uh, Perry Perry Derrick, time to yeet Sloan. Uh, 499k is how much he's got to spend. Yikes! Does he need a? No positional specificity. Billy Smith. Jojo Fafida. Buller, if you don't have him. Yeah. Even <laughs> Jesse Ramian's in that price bracket as well. If you want Someone to take guess it. Ruben yeah. Garrett, yep. Yeah. There's a few options there. Um, is DeBellin still a buy or too late to the party? And would you be better to just spend a little bit extra to go to Madison? Uh, he's selling ads. He's selling Burton. Oh, is Burton a sell? I kind of I feel like we ask this every week, and it's always like maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, but he's six sixty six. He's kind of just done really average, hasn't he? Like averaging forty six. Um, yeah, his three game average is over fifty though. Yeah, he got a sixty three in that without without a try. Though. Yeah. yeah, he just hasn't been like he kind of is what we thought. Well, SJ has been what we thought Burton would be, you know. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think he's good for those kind of other buy rounds, um, and uh, he's kind of lost money from when you bought him. Probably, I don't know. I'm not convinced know. that he's a sell. Neither. I think I'd probably hold him. I think you just have to take your medicine. You got him for a reason. Yeah. He's kind of been a bit disappointing, but he'll be helpful down the track, I expect. Yeah. And then I, if you are if you are absolutely dead set on selling him, it's probably a Horsburgh Torhu type situation instead of a DeBell and Madison type situation. Yeah, DeBellin's just slightly too expensive now, I think. Yeah. Find something better to do with the, the, the money. 
Um, uh, okay. Is there a case to, to not go up from Cam Murray in order to upgrade one or two players sitting on the bench? For example, Murray to Horsburgh or Tohu gives him 286K uh, to upgrade Sloan, Talao, Luke, Isaac Thompson. That can be solved for better options. I think you're exactly doing the right thing there. Yeah, who would you even go up to? Unless it's Hines. Like, yeah. it's probably no one else I'd recommend going up to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think do that. Go down to a Horsborough or Torhu. Um, obviously, if you need the extra 12K or whatever, Torhu's fine. Um, is Moses a holder or sell? He has SJ, Katoa, and Nikarima as halves. Or can, So can flip him to Moses or to another round 13 option like Drinkwater or Maddo if moving to another position? Yeah, so is this in terms of round 13? Halves. Yeah. He's already got SJ, what was it, Katoa and Nikarima? And Nikarima, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I think that's right. I think you, you're going to have to trade one of, well, you don't have to trade Nikarima or uh, Katoa, but they're not helping you in 13. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't mind trading them to, like, drink water or something. Yeah, I think that's a good move. Put spend that. You can, I'm sure you can find a really good way to spend that 300K. Uh, opponent has Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary, and Sean Johnson. I don't have any of them. Uh, should I try to bring them in to match them or ride the wave with Cody Walker and Jaden Sullivan? And then like <laughs> a face palm emoji and three laughing, crying faces. Uh, it's a bad time to buy Cleary and SJ, I think. And Hines. Um, well, Hines has just got a high break even, but... Hmm. You probably want uh, two out of three of them <laughs> in your yeah. team going yeah. forward. So I probably would. Maybe it's SJ. Maybe he's the most affordable yeah. guy. I'd be inclined yeah. to just trot run to like to a Dylan Brown or something like that and try to pot it up a little bit if you've got none of those guys. Because the other two are going to punish you anyway. So you may as well try to. Yeah, that's right. Ho- Basically, hope that you can't gonna... get all three. Yeah. Um, is Tanner Boyd still a buy? Oh, you talked about this. Oh, what's he? He's quite expensive now. He's made 200k. I know that. But he must be like almost 700. 686 or something. So that's priced at about 50. Uh, 51. I would say not. I reckon that's about his ceiling. <laughs> but he's got a low break even, so he might make a little bit more money. Um, but yeah. as Mark said, like he's good for – he's a good option. Like He's dual as well um, for head-to-head. Uh, and But I think I'd rather get like a Dylan Brown or something like that. All right. Uh, next one here. It's the best – what what do you what's your best cash down option for the week? Um, cash down is probably Billy Smith. Yeah, uh, we don't really have anyone under three hundred k, do we? So no, it's kind of a week to wait for Tafari. I think if you need a proper cash out. Yep, I agree. 
overall, for to hold or move on and upgrade any player up to 700k, I think we discussed sell him to your favorite option that we've previously discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helium Pookie, bad process and bad result or good process, bad result? Um, I think fine process. We didn't know he was going to be playing low minutes, did we? Um, no. But, yeah, I think just hold and see what happens. I, ugh, I wouldn't be buying him, but um, there's potential there to be a buy at some point. Um, and, yeah, I'd kind of just hold and see what happens next week. Yep. Uh, Dom says, sorry, double dipping here. You also have the Helium Pookie question. Uh, he wants to know thoughts on David Clemmer. Already got the mids covered to around 13. So he's in the same situation as me. Um, so I might take this one. I am preferring James Fisher-Harris to be the Pangai Jr. Uh, and a couple of other guys to to David Clemmer, purely because I don't think he's quite getting the minutes. He's probably like five minutes short of where, where I'm wanting him. Yeah, it's just one of those ones where round 16 is quite a long way away as well. Like, we yeah. don't even know what's going to happen before round 13. Um, so, yeah, I know I know you're looking at um, overall and looking at, you know. Oh, I'm just, I'm just looking at a good, I'm just looking at a good numbers as well. Like, I don't need, yeah, any, no, I like, I don't, I don't need anyone for 13 or 14 at the moment. So I'm just purely looking at, like, who's the best player I can get, who's available, and like you know, I like if I sell somebody who's available, obviously I need somebody else who's available. Um, but like I'll I can move forward to 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 a guy who's plays fourteen, sixteen, seventeen. Mm. So yeah, I think uh, fish fish is my preferred option. Yep. Uh, Murray to trade. Who's the best cash down, cash up? Thoughts on Lachlan Fitzgibbon? Oh, you talked about him. Well, you told me it wasn't a, a terrible option. Um. He's averaging fifty. He's averaging fifty-two. Yeah, uh, he's averaging six. He's six eighty-six. Uh, he has had a low, low score consistent. of forty-four. Extremely yeah. consistent. It's forty-four to sixty-two. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like I would prefer Sean Lane only because he plays an extra game and is cheaper, and we've seen more from him last year. Yeah, is there by? F- 14. Yeah, they both have a buy in 14, but then yep. the Knights also have a buy in 19, whereas the Eels don't. Yep. Yeah, that's a form versus prior being a good gun debate. Yeah. Um, but I think I think I would not get Fitzgibbon. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I think it's fine. Yeah. If you want to get him, it's fine. Um, but I prefer Sean Lane, like Mark. Yep. Uh, he also supplementarily adds Murray, Haas, and Hands to Horse, Madison, and Drinkwater. Murray, Haas, and Hands Brent to Hands to Horsburgh, Madison, and Drinkwater. Um, I don't think I would do the Haas to Meadow part. Yeah, but that also means you can't afford the other bit. I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. I actually don't. I actually don't hate this. No, Although I, I think I would probably I I would... also look to just go down to Tohu instead of Madison Meadow. and and maybe have that 150k spare. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, that was the only the Meadow part was the piece I was yeah. just not sure about. Yep, not vibing, not vibing with. That's fine. I think you can get Meadow if you want. Like lots of people want him. Yeah. It's just I think he's expensive and his minutes aren't 100 percent secure. But we know he's done it before. So. Yeah. 
no issues. Yeah. I'm looking at him worrying that I'm going to have to sell him, so that's uh, so why I'm having a trouble recommending him to people. Uh, I'm not sure you uh, – sorry, he says, I'm sure you'll get this a lot, boys, but I have no sense to cover this week because I have Manu and Cons. I don't know who Cons is. Lemuelu. Oh. oh, Con Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's worth trading until now this week. Uh, might be hard without my team here to suggest an option. All the best. So – Obviously, we're not recommending trading in Talao, I don't think. But if you can find a way to bring Billy Smith in easily, um, I'd look at something like that. Um, is probably the the better option. I'd probably rather have sixteen than trade in Talao. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and if that means that just trade waiting. is worth that trade's worth so much more than the fifteen points you'll probably get from Talao. <laughs> yeah. Or 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 negative three against. It's probably two against. trades, unless you. Unless you want to keep Talal yeah. on your bench, stinking it up yeah. for <laughs> yeah. fifteen more rounds or however many long yeah. we've got. If left. you can't get Billy Smith, make it up over the buy rounds is, would be my yeah. suggestion. Yeah. Uh, hey lads, hoping to not be making three trades, but I have Murray, Stags, and Sunny Luke that seem to be pretty urgent. Murray to Bird can lock in. Uh, I can do the other two with eighty four k in the bank. Well, I mean, Stags to Billy Smith is fine. And then that frees up what 130k to go. Luke to what? How much is Luke even worth now? Luke can't have made any real money. 312. He's 312. Plus, he would have 85, which would get you up to 400, plus the money to go from Stags to Luke. Uh, oh, that's not even that. That's that's only 70. So, four, so 470 to buy a third player. Um, is it his Hill and Lukey? Is that get you there? Lukey's 460. Yeah, so if you could do okay, so Murray, Stags, and Sonny Luke out, Bird, Hill and Lukey, and Billy Smith in. What do you think about that? I don't love it. Um, but what uh, don't you love about it? Lukey mostly. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's fine. It's probably the best options. Um, yeah. I well, okay. If if, if you, you don't, don't need a center, if you don't, well, if you don't need a center, and you can get Torhu or Horsborough or somebody, can you can that get you from Lukey up to Pengai? I would prefer that. Man, Pengai's so cheap. <laughs> he is, man. He's it's almost irresponsible not to buy him at some point in the not, <laughs> it's a, it's in the not too distant future. It's as irresponsible to not buy him as it is to buy him, I think. Yes, <laughs> correct. Stage. At some point, the like risk to reward ratio just lands at an area that's that it's it hits its critical mass where it's he's, that, um, he's a must. It's the crazy hot scale from um, yeah, How I Met exactly Your Mother. Right? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's it. I don't think no, he didn't come up with that. By the way, that was invented by a guy on the internet well before Barney came up with it. Yeah, well, classic yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Girl's name Tiff. Girl's name Tiffany and hairdressers. <laughs> Yeah. Which is funny because I married a Tiffany. Um, without Just a car back, uh, no, no, thank you, no way. Um, without a car back, do you think that will uh, make Alamotti be better? Um, probably, but also, what have you still got Alamotti for? Yeah, a lot of people just been burning trades, I think, or trying to save them. One of the two. Yeah, I mean, if you've still got Alamotti, he's probably 
fine to hold another week yeah. to see. Yeah. Because he's not exactly. got a massive break even. Um, and also, yeah, look, if he gets a 50, then you might want to keep him for a little while. And he might, you know, he plays the second, plays around 16. Yep. Um, all right. Is Ford a definite sell? Thoughts on Paseka as an option to trade him to? Uh, 600K seems like a lot. Yeah, how can there there has to be a better option than Paseka? But he's been pretty good as well. All these people yeah. are just slipping under the radar, Matt. Yeah, I don't know. I think I prefer. I think I prefer Stewart to Paseka. <laughs> Why? Yeah, oh, um, I don't know. He's been like I have no idea. I've got no justification for that. Like yeah. forty-four points in forty-eight minutes. Yeah, but Sua plays eighty minutes and has four out of his last five games fifty plus. So if you yeah, I wouldn't buy. Kind of... I wouldn't buy Paseca. I think it's yeah. long and short of it. He's kind of done you a good job if you started with him. If you were the, you know, one point five percent of people that own him, congratulations. Oh man, the problem is the answer to this question is Pangai, and it's I ha- irresponsibly. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kai, he's done something irresponsible as well. He said, mm. if you drunk traded Luke Carey in two weeks, would you hold or sell him to somebody 580k or less? Mm. <laughs> it's very irresponsible. I'd, um, I'd hold. I would hold too. I don't think it's been disastrous, right? He's been getting no. like 40s. Yeah, like 49 and 44. something. Yeah, he got a 35 in round oh. nine. Oh, 55. Yeah, I forgot about the 35. Um, yeah, but, no, I think it's fine. Just hold, just hold. Yeah, he certainly hasn't been the kind of dominant guy we thought he might be with no Sam Walker. Yeah, which is interesting. I, in fairness, I I didn't think he was going to be that dominant personally, but yeah. yeah, I mean, no, we none of us bought him. We just thought he might be yeah. you know, a bit more, a bit better. But the Roosters just still aren't clicking on all cylinders, are they? No, not even close. But they will one day. All right, a couple of uh, non uh, – otherwise I'll forget about them, um, some non-fantasy-related questions. Homebrew Dan just says, congratulations, Mark, and what is everybody's favourite meal replacement? So Ooh. what's your favourite meal replacement, Rob? I think it's uh, – I think it's rum, if, if I'm going spirits. Yeah. Like, like a spiced a, rum. Yeah, I was going to say, not like Bundaberg rum. Nah. Well, we don't really have Bundaberg rum here, but I've, I've heard from all Do you want me to send you some? It's terrible. Uh, yes, I'll please, send, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you some. I'll send you a Warriors yeah. jersey. Um, but no, like a <laughs> spice awesome. rum, like a uh, Sailor Jerry's or something like that. Um, yeah. Have, have you ever had Kraken good. before? Kraken's really good as well. Yep. Mm. We've got that here. Kraken with lime. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah, what I'm a Scotchman. I'm a Scotchman. Although I, on my Bucks night, which was on Thursday, I erroneously decided to have a mimosa. And Oof. then drink eight pints of Great Northern and have a shot of tequila and then drink Jack Daniels instead, uh, which resulted in me power spewing at 6.30. It's just, yeah, it's just not the one, <laughs> is it? <laughs> so, yeah, it was not great. I've got many photos of me with a head in my, my head in the toilet at about 7 p.m. on my box on Thursday, which resulted in the, uh, the wedding being a marginally hungover affair from the Thursday, but no, I'm a Scotchman. I'm a simple Scotchman though. I don't like anything expensive. I'm just a Johnny red and Coke. Um, the more Johnny red and the less Coke, the better. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ryan is also a Scotchman as well. But uh, I'll ask him to, if you send the question in again next week, I'll get him to tell you what his favorite choice is. If you're looking for beer, Kosciuszko Pale Ale, rate that. Uh, and he has another question as well. The biggest pest from the weekend. Uh, well, I was on the Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the biggest uh, pest at the wedding? Oh, the biggest pest at the wedding. At one point I looked over and my youngest brother, Peter, was standing up on a table doing the nut bush. <laughs> so it might be him. <laughs> yeah. So um, what, what about you, mate? Who was your biggest pest from the weekend? Oh, I don't know. Just whoever ref the Warriors. But also... Oh, come on now. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. The, the, oh, yeah. I, I, the, the one New Zealand sponsor coming out and saying that all the refs are cheats is not really on either, is it? Like, No, it's really not, it. mate. Can I, I can it. I tell you? Like I'm an ex I'm a ex basketball referee. I actually little known fact, I've actually never played a game of rugby league or refereed or coached a game of rugby league in my life. But I am right into basketball. I used to referee up to the QBL and was on the WNBL panel for a short time. And I can tell you the referee doesn't give a shit who wins the game. Like I literally I've been accused of cheating so many times it's not funny and I could tell you like, I don't even remember, like, what teams I'm refereeing when the game finishes. I just literally don't care. And every other referee is exactly the same. We don't give a shit. No one's cheating. No one cares who wins. If the referee makes a wrong call and decides the game, you didn't play good enough to make take it out of their hands. Yeah, I think the other thing is, which you raise on, is lots of referees are, you know, volunteers or are like not massively highly paid people that are just doing a job and ugh, just, it just sends a bad signal that you can go out and complain about refs oh, and cheats. Mate. And it's just yeah. crybaby cry behavior and I uh, yeah. can't stand it. Yeah. You don't see the good players and coaches like the, the real role models do it. It's the, you know, the complainers that get into it. I said, mate, like when I used to referee like locally, I used to get like $27 a game for an hour and a half of my time. I can tell you if we were there for the money, we would not be there. That's right. That's right. And that's across, <laughs> that's across the and, board, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, quite literally, I cannot stress this enough that no referee that's ever refereed your game cares who wins and loses that game. Yeah. Or like, is like making any money if they are actually just yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no game. one's emotionally invested in your B grade men's soccer game. Like yeah. really, we don't care. So, or indoor cricket, like it's, there is no cheating happening. We just, we literally don't give a shit. So yeah, I just wanted to cover off on that. But my hot tip, my hot tip of the week is, uh, I don't know. I'll come back to one at the end. Remind me before we finish and okay. and you jump on the Facebook group ones. Yep, questions. I got that now. Um, hey lads, needing an edge with Lemuelu on a buy. Okay. And possibly forward. <laughs> Yeah, possibly Ford uh, yep. looking well, to do yep. Couchman to Lukey, Sloan to Oluapu, Ford to Hopgood. I don't really like that. He could also do drink water. Yeah, I think my problem is just buying the Oluapu and not really, you know, I'm just not getting good vibes from that trade. So, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, just I agree. You know, start start again. Yeah, come back to us, Tyson. Um, from Felix, hey lads. Oh, we've talked about this. Jack Jack DeBellin. Uh, is it too late for him? Possibly, but I think you can get him if you want. Yeah, it's fine. If you got a good uh, feeling, keep going. Yeah. Um, need to flick Alamotti. Maybe. Um, I have Manu and Bird in centre and need a th- round 13 option. Um, thinking Lemuelu, would you wait on Alamotti until after the Finns buy or yet him this week and pick up Lemuelu next week with another trade? Yeah, I think he's fine to hold this week. Yeah, I think so too. And Lemuelu is quite expensive now yeah. as well. I'd probably... Uh, yeah, because... Uh, Manu doesn't play 13, right? So it's just we're going to be Bird and Lemuelu and 13. Or Bird and whoever you choose. Mm. Who else is there? Mm. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Ruben Garrick won't get dual by them, will he? No. No. Keep going. No. Yep. Um, is it time to get rid of Murray? Yes. Uh, him and Teddy have lost me 300k in total. I feel like I'm throwing away money getting rid of him. Um Yes and no. I think sometimes with someone like Murray where their role has kind of changed, um, we bought him with the hope of him being an elite gun and he just hasn't been. So I'm fine moving on with Murray. Teddy, up to you, I think. Um, I'm probably going to hold him because I think the Roosters have got um, more to do, but he is going to be playing Origin. Uh, Might get rest. So, yeah, not sure. But yep. Don't trade them just because – don't hold them just because of the lost money. That's like a yeah. sunken cost fallacy thing. Yeah, but it's also you only crystallize your losses when you sell. That's true, but just – that is true. Um, but you you also – if you're selling them, if – where am I trying – what am I trying to say? You're banking on them doing better and making that money back, and Murray might not ever get back up to – Almost 900 yeah. k No, Murray's a yeet. Murray is a hard yeet. Yeah, cool. That's what I was trying to say. That's like the gambling your way out of a hole kind of thing. Yeah. Everybody knows if you keep playing against the house, eventually you win. You do. It just it just depends <laughs> no, if you're that, black, no, oh, it, black or red, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Yep. yep. <laughs> Did you make the casino at your Bucks do, Matt? Oh, no. Okay. No. That's good. Yeah. Um, thinking Ford to Hess. No. Murray to Horsburgh. Isaac Thompson to Drinkwater. He's got two hundred and seventy left. I think Murray to Horsburgh, Thompson to Drinkwater is fine. Um, and then surely you can do better than Hess if you've got two hundred and seventy k left. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Anyone that we talked about. Yeah. Um, please, please, not Hess. This is a. Fairly good one, I suppose, from MLS. Um, we're getting closer to origin. So maybe it's worth looking at positional options that are less obvious. So not Robson, SJ, Tohu, but those mid-range or cheaper guys, especially if they have a narrative to back them. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, as soon as the word narrative, someone says the word narrative, I'm instantly like, Bleh. no. So here's the, prob- <laughs> here's the problem with doing that is it's two trades, not one. Jabellin, yeah. Madison, Torhu, Robson, SJ, all these guys, Manu, Bird, Drinkwater, they're all possible keepers. If you're buying Tom Flegler, that's two trades. That's not one trade. 
So, you know, you got to be sure that they're going to be making enough money and points to compensate for the fact that you're spending one more trade than all the people using good fantasy principles to buy their players. Yep. Yep. And uh, I suppose with like Robo SJ Tohu and stuff, if you've if you've made enough team value and they're not performing as well as you think they might be, they can be like a phenomenal 18th man, you know? Um, yeah. Or even you just trade them at that point, you know, when you've rounded out your team. Whereas with someone else, if they fail, there's just not that much you can do with them because um, they're yeah. so cheap already. Well, yeah, I'll be, I mean, I'll be looking to an SJ to do like SJ to DCE round 21 or something like that. But, yeah. You know, short yeah. of that, he's, he's going to play five of the six buy rounds and he's a gun. He, you know, he outscored Nico Hines by 30 points this week. So, in what universe do I want to then go to like Luke Brooks or, you know, Josh Alloyer just to fill a, fill a position? I'm just picking guys out. But like, if there's guys who also fit, like I've got Jacob Host in my team who's going to feature in plenty of my scoring 17s or 13s through the buy rounds. Um, but he's already there. And I bought him with the thought that he was going to make 150K. And also, he happened to have good cover. Not, just that he has good cover. Um, you know, there's a couple of guys, like if you can see a way that they're going to get a nice little boost or whatever, because this guy's missing. And I mean, an example of that might be Tavita Totola where Cameron Murray goes and he plays more minutes. But at the moment, like I'm not even seeing that because I've got so many other guys that can just, he might only get five extra minutes. Cause yeah, they'll just, enough. you know, they'll just give Liam, Mike, Mark, uh, Liam Knight 40 minutes instead of 20 minutes. And and that's where he is. Whereas, like, uh, like use an example of a guy like Andrew Davey. He came straight into the Eels starting team, so he's obviously somebody who the Eels wanted, liked, and then put him straight into the team. And he started scoring well. He's now got a lower break even. They got a fantastic buy schedule. Someone like that, absolutely, you can jump in because he ticks both of those boxes. Even like. I mean, Ezra Mann was doing great things for a while there and has gone off the boil a little bit. But, I mean, you know, like something like he's had two team scores in the last four weeks. But, I mean, if he managed to get to 400K, you know, someone like that, because you might see him make his way up to 550 and and do that, you know, cash cow plus buy cover thing, not one or the other, if that makes sense. No, I, I completely agree. Um, this is from Chappie. Would you bring in Harry Grant this week playing head-to-head? Yeah, sure. I think so. I think he's got like an achievable break-even for Harry Grant. Yeah. Um, from Lance, Murray is killing me. Time to go before he loses money. Need yeah. one center for round 13 to partner Bird. Uh, and a yeah. decent edge to partner Frizzell. I do have Lukey. So should he get young and hope to get to Faro next week? Or well, no, but he, he, he's got Lukey. So, he, he, you know, the thing is if you've got Lukey and Frizzell, unless mm. you're going to sell one of those two guys, you're just going to have Lukey sitting in your non-scoring emergencies, which is a massive waste of money yes. and a trade. So, you know, I would say buy a center and what else do you need? Yeah. He said, or run with Lukey and get Timoko and bank the money. I'd probably get, oh, because he needs a 13 center. Mm, Is Timoko yeah. an option at center? I haven't even looked well, at him. The Talking League boys have been have been talking about him. 
Um, how expensive is he? Six twenty for Jesus Christ. He's expensive. I know he's been on a tier. Um, but yeah, that's uh, a lot of money for us. That know, is a that massive is a amount of money. <laughs> yeah, Man, I, um, wish, I wish Zach Lomax was playing because he's such a good. Did uh, <laughs> did, did did um, what's his name? Rocco Berry get cheap enough yet? No, I'm just kidding. But um, no, I I can't. I couldn't spend that much money on. Is he more expensive? He's only twelve k less than Lemuelu. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just wait a, wait, a, wait a week and get Lemuelu, please. Yep, yep, yep. Um, cool. Uh, I have four dolphins. Um, Lemuelu, Hammer, Nikarima, and Katoa plus Couchman. Yikes. Yep. Um, who would you eat? I think Hammer. Hammer yeah. And Couchman. It's Hammer. Yeah. Um, and then have Couchman and Moses in the team as well. <laughs> oh, bro. bro. So need to make a move or two to field 17. Yeah. Well, you just do like Moses to Brown, Hammer to drink water, and then Couchman up to the best player you can get or something like that. Oh, he spent all his cash and yeeted Preston, Pre- Preston, Preston to get Hines last week, um, which did go well for him. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, okay. So, okay. So, if you don't need a round thirteen player and you want to save some cash instead of getting drink water, you can get JoJo for feeder. Mm-hmm. Or if you can go center instead of a wing fullback, you can get Billy Smith, which makes you a lot of money. So, like, if you could get like Couchman to Billy Smith. Moses to Dylan Brown. Could you go like Hammer to Horsburgh or Torhu or something like that? Is that that type of a trade? I think cash wise that works. If positionally, if that works, I'd love to go for something like that. Yeah, me too. Um, Lomax and Ford to IPAP, which you'd like. Ooh. And either Ponga or Billy Smith. <laughs> oh, Billy Smith. Yeah, wheels up. Love that. Wheels up. Wheels I love IPAP. I want to get him. This might yep. be the first time I ever owned IPAP this year. Mm, maybe. Um, who to move Sloan to only 17K in the bank and want to use one trade? Yeah, Billy Smith. Um, yeah, it's got to be Billy Smith, unless you need one fullback, but I doubt you do. Maybe you do. Dream Buller? Yeah, one of those two. Um, from Gerald, thanks for the great podcast content. You're welcome, mate. I don't um, know if it's great. It's great, but anyway. It's podcast content. It's good enough. <laughs> um, a big picture question for playing overall. How many Origin players can you hold through 13 to 20? Also, in terms of percentage of team value, I guess the answer will depend on trades left. So let's assume between 18 to 20 trades by the end of round 12. Oh, that's not enough. That's when, Who's got that many trades? You, how many how many trades have you got left? I've got twenty two left. Oh, bro, that's too many. Uh, yeah, I, You're I a think serial I, trade hoarder. The, yeah, I don't think um, I'll have eighteen to twenty by the end of round twelve. I think I'll be using yeah. a fair have amount got, still. Do you get rid of Lounge Boy yet, or he's still? Yeah, him? I did. He's gone. Yeah, good. All right. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, two to three Origin players is okay. Uh, three maximum but yeah yeah but like it depends on how well you've calibrated the balance of your team is the short answer 
yeah, I think go back to Mark's um, article about by planning. Um, yeah, because it has quite good content on like what players you can hold kind of throughout that period that definitely won't be playing Origin. Um, that might be Kiwis or not in the picture. Um, and yeah, you'll see that you know there's definitely room to have uh, Origin people. Um, if you want to keep them, Payne House maybe is one of those type of guys. Um, Fafita possibly, but yeah, it's going to be tough. I think to hold a lot of Origin guys, I've probably got slightly too many. Yeah, it's easier for head to head to hold overall guys uh, to hold Origin guys, obviously. Yes, always. Uh, yeah, that's all. Great. All right. Um, we'll leave the fight question for next week. I think. Uh, so, Dale, you can just recycle that one. Although, just for for interest's sake, who do you think would win a fight between Torhu Harris and G- Dan Gagai? Ooh. Um, I think, oh, Dan Gagai, is he wearing a, a Queensland shirt or a <laughs> South Sydney shirt? Oh, no, he's wearing a Knights jersey, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, I've got to go Torhu. I, I just can't see him losing to Gagai. I think you guys are being overly compa- uh, complimentary to who Harris's fighting skills. I just think he's just a gentle giant, though. I think you're right. Like, a lot of it yeah. is just mana, isn't it? It's not necessarily that he'd yeah. beat you. It's just that you'd, like, kind of cower because you'd be yeah. so no. terrified of him. <laughs> nah, I reckon Gags would give him the business, but I'll let Ryan answer his question for next week. Yeah, very good. Uh, who's the best edge, 637k or less? Hmm... It can't be sewer. It might be. But it probably is. I was just thinking of what the price was. Is it uh, to be but, the thing going? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think it's Pangai or sewer. <clears throat> yep. All right. Ian, he's asking the unthinkable question. Uh, is it worth trading Isaiah Katoa to balance Tafare if it allows him to upgrade forward to Torhu, Hudson Young, Horsburgh, or just trade forward to Scott Drinkwater? Just do that. Yep. Yep, I like that. And then next week, get to Fari through a different trade. And yeah, the up-down is a lot easier next something. week, I think. Yep, um, agreed. Yeah. Would you get Dylan Brown now or wait for Moses to drop some cash and buy him in round 13? Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, I quite like that. But he's going to... He's not playing this week. He plays round 12. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, his break-even is only 65, though. So mm. it's he's not going to lose a massive amount. Um, whereas Brown is 7, 12, 25 BE. There is a supplementary part to this, which I'll I'll read out. Well, because so, it's probably important. So he's sure. looking at Isaiah, Isaiah Katoa and Ford, Oluwapu and Brown, uh, noting he can field seventeen playing host and Buller this week. That's fun. that's not great. Yeah, I don't like playing host and Buller is not the end of the world, but I don't really like getting Oluwapu. Mm. No. So what's the answer? No, no, not sure. No, I think I would get, I don't know. I want Dylan Brown, but I don't 
think I don't know if that's the if that's the move. Isaiah Cato also has a seventeen break even and is averaging like thirty something, so I don't think he's a sell either. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those issues where if you've got three round 13 halves, like SJ, Nikarima, Katoa, yeah. like Salem then, you know? Yeah. You can also look in the bargain basement bin for like a guy like Jamal Fogarty. Yeah, he's getting pretty cheap. 645. He was 600K. Um, He's an interesting option as well. So, yeah, no, I don't know. I just know about that. Um, I've got a question about selling Murray to JDB, which we've obviously covered at length. Probably just go a bit cheaper. Uh, Ford to Lane or Frizzell? Um, it's quite different price points. Um, I think Frizzell is probably not significant value anymore, but he is a keeper. Whereas Lane, I'm not convinced he is, but I suppose it depends what you can do with that hundred K. Yeah. So I would probably say Lane tentatively. Uh, I don't like paying full price for players, um, but edges proved to be a difficult position. So if you want to lock it up, um, I've got no issues with getting Frizzell. Mm. Unless you started with David Fafita and then it's been the easiest position in the world. Yeah. For one, you still have to have two edges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Frizzell. Um, yeah, all right. Do we think it's true and fair? Co- oh, okay, hang on. No, this is a comment. This We already discussed the uh, comments made by Justin Paris. Uh, oh, yeah, in depth. Yeah. He says, uh, do we think it will result in a better run for underforming, underperforming Warriors players up the wires? Oh, I'd say it is going to change nothing. Yeah, no, <laughs> me either. <laughs> so. Yep. Maybe for yeah. one, maybe for one week maximum. Oh, the classic, like yeah, one week overcompensation. Magic yeah. round last year, yeah, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, two years, yeah, sorry, the worst. Yeah, that was the worst vibe. That was not a vibe at all. No, um, Ford no, was his buy- this week though, which was interesting. No, great, love it. Uh, so Ford was his buy round cover. Thoughts on trading him for Cohen Hess? Oh man, that's one too many Cohen Hess questions. Yeah, I um, agree. No is the short answer. Uh, and the long answer is probably Lukey in that range. Or yeah, uh, or, or just don't, don't trade Ford. Yeah, you don't need to trade Ford. Um, yeah. Or, Pang, yeah. or get Pangai. Yep. Um, he, Lockie's asked for our top three players under 300K. And I think the answer this week is nobody. Yeah, it's Tafari next week. Yeah. Which is if, not answering it, your question. Yeah. If you're, <laughs> if you're shopping for a player sub 300K, you're shopping in the wrong supermarket. Is Ford a, a trade of his name this week? Covered that. Thoughts on Valence Safari? We've covered that. Um, wait till next week. Uh, what's a good amount of trades to have left? Rob has 22. I have 18. But I also. Are you 18 have, after trades or before trades? I haven't traded this week yet. Okay. Um, but I don't actually need to. Yep. Um, I can trade forward up to somebody, but I don't need to do that this week. Um, it just means looping host and somebody or playing host. That's the difference. So might cost me 10 points or whatever, but 
you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about how, like how many more trades I need to make. Like I've got a lot, like my team is really like jacked up. So like, I don't have a huge amount more I need to do. The a large majority of the trades that I have left is for uh, injuries and, and like luxury upgrades. So uh, I'm, I'm less concerned about the number. Um, but yeah, I think ideally if you have like, 20-ish, that's probably a good number at the moment. Uh, depending on who, how many problems you got left in your team. So, for example, um, he says he's got Chance Nickel Cookstar and Ellie Katoa. Should I give them another week or yeet them? See, like I yeeted Ellie a while ago and uh, don't have Chance, so I don't have those two headaches in my team. Uh, I think they are both in the yeet column. Yeah, Chance has been disappointing. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's really going off the boil. Order, I think it's like 50k, no, 70k, whatever. Yep, the problem is he's also got Ellie there as well that he needs to do something with. That's where I think you just go like to Billy Smith and Horsburgh or something, like yeah, that. yeah, that's probably it's probably, it. probably the guy, uh, unless you need wing fullback, which you probably do if yeah. you have chance. He's probably oh, you got Buller, Miller, and Manu or something like that. Hopefully, you're okay for a week. Hmm. Yeah, see how you go. But yeah, no, um, yeah, I think both of those guys are cells. Um, so Jerry, uh, I think this one's for me. Just as per the buy, the buy planning article pending origin, the plan is clear to Hines around 16. Um, that was a tentative plan, by the way. Is that still on for overall players that don't have him and then reacquire Cleary in round 20 for a SJ or Eels half? For example, Brown sold Haas last two weeks. Um, so, uh, at the moment I decided I was originally going to hold Haas and sell Cleary. Um, and I decided to do the inverse. So I sold Haas, kept Cleary, which is fine. So yeah, just, it's more about, you know, the principles more than the actual specific players. Uh, but obviously hopefully Heinz can, well, I mean, not for me cause I own him, but for non Heinz owners, hopefully you can crank out a, 65 or something like that and drop some cash and drop into the 900k bracket and become a, a potential option for guys but um yeah i, I yeah it's it's fine that's that, that's all good but it's you know we, we, you know, there's a long time as rob said earlier there's a long time between now and round 16 and lots can happen yeah i think that's right uh yeah and it's just it's just kind of moving and adapting as weeks go by. Um, you saw an opportunity to get Heinz in, um, and you did it. And it's looked pretty good so far, apart from last week. But uh, you couldn't have picked that. He would have been the odds-on favorite to be the best captain last week. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Process versus yeah, execution. 100%. He also says, congrats on the winning mark, but he's still 130 points behind me, even though he got 1,056 this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, hopefully I will, I'll stop letting it catch up. Uh, who's the best trade for Sloan with similar buy coverage? Uh, that is a hard question because the answer is maybe Scott Drinkwater if you can afford him. Otherwise, there's not a lot out there in that good buy cover range as well. So probably just is see it who's available and what you can Nelson. do. Oh, no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Ant <laughs> says he was actually in my first iteration of my buy planning Gutherson. No, I know. I was going to buy. So, 
Uh, Ant Hay says 81K in the bank. Sloan, Alamotti, and Ford gone. Need who best to get? Need a mid. Who's a, a head-to-head player? So he's asking if it's too late for JDB or Horse or Tarpany. Um, um, horse. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's too late for DeBellin necessarily. He's just quite expensive, uh, and you're paying probably close to value, possibly overperforming, yeah. possibly might play Origin. So I'd probably get Horsebrae. Yeah, out of those I three. Agree. Uh, slow in a trade or wait a week on Valance and cop the cash loss. Well, that's what you were talking about earlier. Oh, I don't think I'd do it with uh, Sloan, though, because he's you're kind of chewing into the um, gains you made. I know I'm... Uh, you, now, now you're being a hypocrite because an hour and I a half ago... A an hour and a half ago, you, you were lecturing people, mate. In a vacuum, uh, yeah. Who are they playing? In doesn't matter. In no circumstance do you trade in a player. Oh no, I'm not saying get in Defare. I'm just wondering if there's something better you can do with Sloan. Um, yeah, there's you no way I'd ever. Yeah, it's Billy Smith, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah, you can trade him to Billy Smith, or you can suck the co- the cash loss, whichever you prefer. Yeah, it's quite big with Sloan though. From memory, it's like a. It's only 45 break even. He can do that. Yeah, he kind of operates in single digits or 50s, doesn't he? So, Yeah, it's Cowboys. So who knows which Cowboys are going to turn up. Uh, playing overall, need some good edges. Got Ford and Lukey. Can sell Murray to and Sloan to free some cash up with 300K in the bank. Um, obviously, we've discussed, discussed a number of edge options. Um, Lukey, obviously, is a hold. Um, Ford, you can move on to Lane, Hudson Young, whoever. Uh, oh, Nathan says, hey, guys, I'm one of the morons that started with Cook over Harry Grant. I've held on, hoping his scores would improve, but no bueno. Should I cut him loose, take the 200K loss on the chin, or continue to hold? I already have Marshall King, Tanner Boyd, and Brandon Smith in the squad. Oh, when's Damon Cook going to be a buy? He's 730K. Yeah. I think you can just replace everything that we said about Cameron Murray with Damien Cook at the moment. Yeah, um, it's it's baffling, isn't it? Oh, it's just they're um, just pulverizing teams and not needing to tackle very much. Yeah, his tackles are way down. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I would sell him, especially with Origin. Yeah, same as Murray. With Marshall King, Boyd, and Smith in the team, he's an easy sell. Um, had Murray from the start. Do I cut him free? Yes, you do. And uh, last question. It's a two pronger. It's for me. Question number one. Uh, actually I'll direct this to both of us. Mm-hmm. Who are we going to captain this week out of Cleary and Nico Hines? So Cleary comes up against the Roosters on Friday Sorry. night. Let's say you did. Uh, Cleary up I... against the Roosters on Friday night or Nico Hines last game of the round against Manly. I love Nico Hines again this week, I think. Uh, He's going to be out for blood after losing to the Dolphins. Yeah, I I like Nico. I'm going to leave it on Nico this week. Uh, The second element of the question is, is in what round do I predict that I will catch him in overall? So Brenton is currently, what am I, 23? Where's he? He's not that much more in front of me. 
He's in 13. So he's 9,198 points and I'm 9,142 points. So 56 points in front of me he is. I predict I will catch you in round this week. Ooh. Good yeah. luck. He's got he's got Tommy Talau, Granville, Hame Sele, Isaiah Katoa, Lemuelu, Hilam Luki, Reese Walsh. I got some uh I got some some potential uh doors that I can open there. What was yeah. your overall score? Sorry, Mark, your points? Nine thousand one hundred and forty two. Mm. You're like less than a hundred. I'm less than a hundred behind you. And yeah. Which is interesting. It's tied um, up the top yeah. name. Team value thirteen point five million. Yeah, that's massive. Um and I've got hundred and thirty K in the bank. Um so I'm currently hundred and seventy nine points behind first. Um and the guy currently in first is Robert, who is a Fantasy Lounge X member. Mm. Uh, and also Nigel, who's up in four. Shout out to him. He's an absolute weapon as well. He's an ex-Fantasy Lounger as well. Um, so I'm, I'm recognizing a lot of the names that are above me, which is uh, not a great sign. <laughs> so, yeah. But now I'm... I'm coming for you guys. I've been slowly grinding away. I've been skull dragging myself up the rankings. So I like to set myself a weekly task. Uh, so my weekly task for this week is going to be to overtake Belento's 20 points in front of me. Good stuff. Yeah. So that's it. So I'm, no, I'm not going to get Brenton this week. I'll get him in round 15. That's my. Yeah. We'll come back to this. Thought. Yeah, cool. All right. Any uh, any additional thoughts, mate? Or you probably want to go to bed, don't you? No, nah, no. Nah, I just love talking fantasy. Eh? Um, no. What trades are you doing this week? You said I I won't re- I I won't reveal that on the podcast because I know there's a number <laughs> of pe- there's a number of people listening who are uh, in front of me or around me in the rankings. Um, Fair, enough. I, Fair enough. I I think there's a strong chance that I'll move on from Jackson Ford. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly who to yet, and I'm pretty sure I might keep the C on Hines, but you know, you never know you what never the know. mood will what the mood will strike. So, how many meal replacements you have? Oh, mate, no, I never fantasy when I drink. No, good stuff. No, not this year yeah. anyway. Otherwise, I'd end up with Luke Keary and all sorts of you know, <laughs> hairbrained ideas on my team. Yeah, so no, no, not this year. All right, mate. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, we did have a little interruption through the middle there. So if I stuff up the editing and you hear my uh, mother-in-law burst in on me thinking I'm a burglar, uh, that's, that's, what that, that's what that was. Um, <laughs> but th- thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. And, Rob, you can take us out. Love you, guys.